Welcome to the Enjoy Your Marriage podcast, where relationship expert and master coach Candace Toon helps you stop wondering if you married the wrong guy and start putting all of your energy toward having the marriage you imagined when you said, I do. Sup, bees? Okay, so I have to say this. If you're listening to this podcast and you've not yet snagged my free course, How to Have the Marriage You Imagined When You Said, I Do, you've got to pause the podcast right now unless you're driving or something, but even then, just pull over for a sec and go to www.candistune.com, Candice with an I, Tune with an E, and get the course. It's four short modules that are foundational to everything I teach in my paid program, The Defying Gravity Revolution. Really, everything I teach in there. If you take the three simple steps in that course and do nothing else but rinse and repeat them for the rest of your life, your marriage will become unrecognizable in the best possible way. The steps are decide what you want, decide what you don't want, and advocate for all of it. And I kid you not, that is all you need to do to have the marriage you want. To find out more about the how of those simple steps, pause the podcast and go grab the course. It's free. It'll take you two hours tops to work through it, and it'll change everything for you and your guy. Pause, go grab it. I will wait. You done? Great. That foundational course really is everything, but it's not the only reason I wanted you to go grab it. There's more. And I know, the heart stills that there could be more. And there is. Not only will you get the three basic steps that everything else builds on when you register for that course, you'll also get, wait for it, this is something I've never done before and I am super stoked to be doing it now. Not only will you get the three basic steps that will make over your marriage, but you'll also get First look at the super amazing surprise that I'll be sharing uh, that I'll be sharing with my email subscribers starting tomorrow. That's Monday, November 6th. I know that super amazing is a superlative. I get it. And a superlative, if you don't know, it means that it's a hyped up phrase that can lose meaning if it's used too often. But it's totally appropriate here because what I'm planning to make available this month really is epic. I would want it for myself if I wasn't the one creating it. And the only thing you'll be the And the only way that you'll be the first in line to hear about it with all of the big bonus surprises is if you are on my email list. And the easiest way to get on my email list is to go grab my free course. You will get the three foundational steps that my entire marriage healing philosophy is built upon and you'll be the first to know about my fantabulous goodie kit that I'm rolling out this month. Again, I know that fantabulous isn't a real word. If you know me, you know that I'm not really an exaggerator. So I promise you that if I am saying super amazing and fantabulous, well, then it really must be. I would not lie about this. So go and get the course, then wait to be amazed. I'm rolling out the hints and teasers to my email list subscribers starting tomorrow. Big doings are coming and that's all I'm going to say today. Except everything else I wanted to say about today's episode, which is 1% less crappy. I know that might sound like an underwhelming goal. 1%? Really? And just less crappy? So still crappy in the end? Yep, I hear you. I know that at first glance that seems like a bit of a wah-wah. I totally understand if you're like, but where's the episode on how to jump to bliss? It makes sense if part of you wants to hold out for the advice on feeling 100%, 100% of the time. I'm not going to take that dream away from you. I'm just here to offer a perspective that might make your road to bliss a little more manageable, a little less crappy. I honor that 1% less crappy might not be what you wanted, but as the Rolling Stones might tell us, 1% less crappy could be just what you need. Me too. 
The easiest way to illustrate the 1% less crappy principle is to take a look at some common scenarios. Feel free to latch on to one of them if it fits for you, or go ahead and um, alter the specific details as needed until you can easily see yourself and your man in one of the following stories. You ready? We're going to examine the following three common points of contention in marriage in great detail. One, fight recovery. Two, household workload distribution. And three, romantic gestures. We'll take the crappy situation and contrast the goal. Next, we'll look at the various gradations of meh between crappy the situation and the goal. Please know that I really do understand if you feel underwhelmed by this exercise. I get it if you feel tempted to throw your hands in the air and question the point of purposefully plotting out what some might call a snail's pace when you'd really just rather be at the finish line already. I respect your decision if you want to sit this process out. And I will also point out that sitting doesn't get you any closer to the finish line either. And then I'll prepare for you to possibly throw tomatoes my way. Any, re any reaction is fine. It really is. It's all part of the process. And my invitation to you right here right now is to listen through the end of this episode and then decide if you want to sit this exercise out or decide that you're willing to snail it up for a while. I promise to think that you are awesome and that your decision makes sense either way. I really do know that we all have our reasons for everything we do, and I never push you to do something if you're certain you'd rather not do it. And again, let's not make that decision until we reach the end of this episode. Deal? Deal. Let's start by looking at your fight recovery time. We got to start knowing that your full honesty will get you the most leverage here. And we got to start by knowing that honesty will be way easier when you promise yourself that you won't pile any shame onto yourself for telling the truth. Got all of that? Okay. So let's answer this question. When you and your husband really get into a squabble, how long does it typically take you to work things out? Remember, full honesty, no shame. There was a time in my marriage when after a hairy fight, my husband and I would go days without speaking, sometimes even weeks. And even when we did speak again, we often didn't speak about that thing. You feel me? That's the crappy situation. Stone silence between him and me for days and days or living with an unspoken agreement that certain topics are just off limits. No one loves living like that, especially not when the goal is to talk through tough times in a connected, mutually supportive way, or at least to reconcile right away if harsh words are said. There are the ends of our continuum. Stony silence on one side with unbroken connection and support on the other. And when unbroken connection and support are known to be an available option, it can be pretty tough to feel satisfied with anything less. Kind of like the off-brand jeans that grandma bought you for Christmas and how they just didn't cut it back in middle school. They weren't the it jeans, and everyone knew it, most especially you. And while it might be tough to feel satisfied with less than what you thought you wanted, that doesn't mean feeling satisfied is impossible. Especially when you remind yourself that satisfied doesn't have to mean stay. Especially when you teach yourself that satisfied just makes it easier to keep walking toward the other end of the spectrum. Because when you practice feeling satisfied, the other end of the spectrum, the goal, it starts to seem like it isn't so devastatingly far away. You'll find that you're less desperate to get there when here stops seeming so hopeless. Check it out. After a big fight, me and Hubs used to avoid eye contact, or contact of any kind really, for days. 1% less crappy then looked like curt acknowledgement, through side-eye glances or minimal grunted greetings as we passed by each other in the hall. 1% less crappy than that was cooperating on logistical stuff we needed to do to keep the house running. Pass the bread, pick up the kids. 
1% less crappy than that might be openly expressing that I didn't love his behavior without attacking him for it or blaming myself for not getting over it yet. 1% less crappy than that might be for me to accept his offer to come around to my way of thinking, even though he was still making it pretty clear that he wasn't super happy about that shift. 1% less crappy than that could look like me telling myself the truth that I don't love his grumpiness, especially not when he's like tacking that on to him, like giving in to me. I don't want him to be grumpy about that. But 1% less crappy would be not making his grumpiness into a reason for another fight. I just accept that he's kind of grumpy about his concession. Now notice, we're definitely not to the unbroken connection and support side of the continuum, but we are moving that way. And movement is what matters. Counting every movement as a win, regardless of size, keeps us living with a sense of satisfaction, keeps us in the experience of winning. And as I'm sure you know, winning is more fun than losing. <laughs> and humans tend to, do, to keep doing fun things over things that aren't as fun. And that human tendency is why the 1% less crappy exercise works. Let's try another one. Maybe you want him to stop leaving stuff out. Could be the dishes he uses to make a snack. May, might be the mail he never sorts through. Or maybe it's the clothes on the bathroom floor. Crappy situation is he leaves crap out. Goal is that he doesn't. Because if he didn't, then you'd have less to do. And you'd get to believe that he listens to you, that he respects your preferences. But right now, the pickle jar and the pickle juice are still on the counter. 1% less crappy might be that you let yourself feel annoyed without telling yourself that you're being petty or that you lack understanding if you feel annoyed on purpose. Maybe 1% less crappy is allowing yourself the real choice to clean it up or not. And by real choice, I mean there's no consequences or scolding either way. 1% less crappy could look like cleaning because you consciously choose to do it as a favor to yourself, not because you've dumped, been dumped on by him. 1% less crappy could also look like not cleaning it up because you let yourself prioritize your rest over what the kitchen looks like. I'm not sure what your 1% less crappy will actually look like, but I'm pretty sure that these options and examples will help you see where your 1% opportunities lie. Almost always, the 1% less crappy will come from finding out what your unspoken rules are and deciding on purpose if you want to keep living by those unspoken rules or not. You can check out episode eight for more on unspoken rules, but as a crash course right now, you're gonna find your rules by answering questions like, what are your beliefs about how the kitchen is supposed to look? What does it mean about you or your family if it doesn't look that way? Your answers to those questions will reveal the stakes you've unconsciously placed on the way he leaves things out around the house. Which leads up nicely to the last example of the day. You ready? Romantic surprises. We all want our husbands to know our favorite foods, our preferred gifts, the best songs, the activities we love, all of it. Sometimes they do know that, and often they don't. Crappy situation is husband presents you with something he meant to be romantic that, well, isn't. Or maybe it's that he doesn't present you with anything at all. That sucks. And when it does, 1% less crappy might be to let yourself to tell the truth about the suckage without calling yourself ungrateful or hard to please. Another version of 1% less crappy is to embrace the wrong gift as the gesture it was meant to be. Like when Homer Simpson gave Marge a bowling ball that she didn't want, and then she ended up trying her hand at a new sport instead of just shoving the gift into the closet somewhere or surrendering it back to him. Now, special note, if you go looking for that episode, I want you to know that there are lots of other themes in that particular episode that stray from the 1% less crappy theme that we are discussing here. So if you watch it, go ahead, but know that the point I'm making here is that it's possible to try to enjoy a gift, 
excuse me, that you may not have requested or initially thought you wanted. It's possible to enjoy it even if you didn't pick it. 1% less crappy might be to allow yourself to return or exchange something while reminding him about what you'd prefer and allowing yourself to grieve the way he didn't know what you really wanted. <coughs> Excuse me again. 1% less crappy than that might be to allow yourself to return or exchange the thing while reminding him about what you'd prefer and appreciating his effort, misguided though it might have been. And if he hasn't given you anything at all in a while, 1% less crappy might be to purposely start up a curious conversation about why that is and then make room for all of the feelings you both might have along the way. He might feel called out, you might feel unappreciated, and maybe 1% less crappy is to believe that you can feel those things without having your relationship be dimmed. And when the bar is 1% less crappy, you'll find that you have so many options to get yourself moving towards where you really wanna go. Whereas if the finish line is only, reaching the finish line is the only way to be successful, well, you can hear in that comment that your options are limited. And when your options are limited, your motivation and your hope, they're going to understandably dwindle. Now, there is one really important prerequisite to the 1% less crappy game. If you're dead set that your marriage is doomed and there's absolutely no room for improvement, this process will be pretty tough to implement. If you're convinced that everything is his fault and you're just up against a brick wall with everything you try, then 1% less crappy might not work. Only you can know if that brick wall story you're telling is the truth or if it's more that blaming him just feels better than digging into the tough work of 1% less crappy. Either option could be the case, and only you can tell. And while you're mulling that over, consider this. What if there's no way this can get better turned to the 1% less crappy? I seriously doubt that this can get better. And from there to, I guess that maybe there could be a way. And from there on to, there is this way, but it probably won't work, to... Maybe that way could work, to I'm open to trying it, to that part worked, but this part didn't, to I know what to try next, and so on until I made that happen and I know more is possible now. See what we did there? We 1% less crappied ourselves into an approach that gives life and movement and choice. Good job, us. So to close today, I invite you to watch for when dead-end thinking creeps into your brain and poisons your relationship. Be on the lookout for when you say or think things like, I'm stuck. This isn't for me. That doesn't work. I just want, and then you insert something that's kind of impossible, like to go back in time, for him to read your mind, to combine this part of that guy with that part of this guy. All that thinking does is box you in with dead end, dead end energy and squelches your possibility for growth. Also, if you find yourself thinking any of that, it's okay. Just remind yourself that your brain put you there because it thought those thoughts would help your situation. So thank your brain for that effort and then answer honestly. Is thinking that way actually helping? And if it isn't, then trust that the 1% less crappy ladder is always available. And if you want help scaling the rungs of that ladder, subscribe to and share this podcast. While you're at it, give us a quick rating or jot down a short review. When you do, you'll make this information easier for other women to find and, and you'll further the mission of helping women stop wondering if they married the wrong guy. Thank you for choosing to be a woman who supports other women by spreading these messages of empowerment and freedom every single Sunday. All of us here in the Defying Gravity Revolution Hive deeply appreciate you helping to create a world where more women stop caring what humans think is impossible. Choose courage and keep on flying. 
Sup bees? Want even more ways to stop wondering if you married the wrong guy? Head on over to CandiceTune.com, Candice with an I, Tune with an E, and click the gold button inviting you to get the free course. You'll get four short lessons delivered straight to your inbox that'll help you create a more connected marriage before the next episode drops a week from today. Happy studying!